Is there trouble down the road as millions of adult drivers become elderly? The numbers are staggering. Should we be concerned with this situation? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back to steer us straight. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. The number of elderly drivers will more than double over the next 30 years to more than 60 million. How many of them will be able to drive safely or at least know when to turn in their keys? Lori Cohen is a program director at the American Association of Motor Vehicle Administrators, which is a nonprofit organization that represents state officials who administer and enforce traffic laws. Lori is also a member of the National Older Driver Safety Advisory Council. Your organization believes there should be a national standard for deciding whether an older person is fit to drive or not. Why is that uniform standard so important? We believe there should be a national standard for deciding whether any person is fit to drive. It's not just older people. We need consistent practices from state to state because we want to assess the functional ability of a person to drive. All of the different states have different driving laws. Does that mean that there, at some point in the future, might be a national driver's license, for lack of a better term? No, 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 no. The federal government is not anxious to impose the regulations on the states, but the federal government is working with us in the area of driver safety regarding medically at-risk drivers. In that case, we do work together because we feel that there are things we can do to make safer decisions. Lori, what are the kind of problems that older drivers develop when they start to decline? Well, you can start getting things such as cataracts, and fortunately that is correctable. You can start to have more cognitive impairments as you get older. Again, it happens at different rates, but we tend to slow down, and there's actually a website. It's called Grand Driver or granddriver.info, and it has a list of things that you can look for, how aging affects driving. I know that some of your proposals would allow doctors to step in. Is it common for doctors to do that, to step in and take the steps needed to get someone off the road? No, unfortunately not. We want doctors to be more involved and more aware of how medical conditions might impair a person's driving. And the American Medical Association published the Physician's Guide to Assessing and Counseling Older Drivers to help make doctors aware of how those medical conditions can affect driving and how to counsel their patients about it. I can imagine it would be kind of difficult for a doctor to step in and do that for a number of different reasons. It may hurt business, it may be emotionally difficult, maybe even uh, some legal liabilities, right? I talked about this with my own doctor just the other day. She has lost some patients. In some cases, they would not listen. We advocate that doctors work with their patients, but if it's become so difficult, the doctor may have to report to their patient to the DMV. And when that happened, in those very rare cases, she lost those patients. We're talking with Lori Cohen from the American Association of Motor Vehicle Administrators about their proposal to have a national standard to assess whether someone is competent to drive or not. Is it a fair assumption, Lori, that AARP or other senior groups will fight this proposal for a national standard? Oh, no, we're working with them. They agree that driver fitness is what's important. You're looking at the functional ability of a person to drive and not their age, and they're all for it. What kind of warning signs can a family member watch for to keep someone off the road who is perhaps losing their skills? You might find that an older driver needs assistance if they don't buckle up, if they have difficulty working the pedals, 
If they have difficulty merging on freeways or turning onto busy streets, and this one is important, if they get lost or disoriented easily, even in familiar places. And a lot of people with elderly parents do face this. It's a very difficult thing emotionally to get a family member, a parent perhaps, to turn their keys in. What's the best way to approach that in your opinion? The best thing is to work with that individual. We will all be there someday. And to work with them to help make that decision. The decision may not be that they have to stop driving. The decision may be together that they'll restrict their driving. They shouldn't be driving at night anymore, perhaps, or they'll drive at less busy times, or they will agree to drive only in familiar locations. Good advice. Lori Cohen from the American Association for Motor Vehicle Administrators. Thanks a lot for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you so much. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mack. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.